welcome back to Bourbon Barrel Talk. I'm your host, Scott Minton. Today's episode of Bourbon Barrel Talk is brought to you by Fulton Smith Insurance Agency. At Fulton Smith Insurance, owner Mark Smith and his team can help insure your home, auto, business, life, and they also offer Medicare supplements. With over 40 years experience, he can put together an individualized plan for you, your family, or business. Please call Mark to get your free quote today at 812-725-0815 or email him at marks at fultonsmith.com. And as always, please remember to drink responsibly. Fulton Smith Insurance Agency is a direct affiliate with Erie, Progressive, and other insurance companies. And we're back in the Brock Bourbon Bar, and we have a special treat. And, and, and this one's going to be led by Barbara. I don't know why I agreed to this, but we're going to let Barbara lead this. But she's got a couple of special bottles that she picked up while she was out of town. And I think one of them had something to do with some women's thing or whatever. But yep. I'll let her tell the story. But we also have uh, my boy Nick in the house, which is his house, so I guess he's got to be here. <laughs> I, I, hope I think so. he's always here. And then, and then <laughs> Carl, 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 Carl's here. So, so, yep. so Barbara, w- w- what, what are we drinking tonight? All right. So tonight we have from Oregon, Westward Whiskey. Um, I've got, I've only got two bottles of them. Um, they don't have very many and it's very hard to find here in Louisville. Um, they make, they make whiskey in Oregon. Yes. Okay. Keep going. I know. I know. So the Westward stout cast I did with a podcast with, uh, bourbon women. It wasn't, I'm sorry, not a podcast, but a virtual tasting, virtual tasting, virtual tasting where we had three of Westward whiskeys. This one was my favorite, so when I found it over at Jungle Gems in Ohio, I grabbed it versus the other ones. And you said it's whiskey? It is whiskey, yes. Okay. It's a single malt, stout cask. It is... Finished in a stout cask. Correct, correct. It Reading's fundamental. It's on the bottom right-hand corner it's of the 90, bottle. It's 90-something proof. 92 proof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't see the bottle, but I, Car- I heard Carl him talking assist. about it earlier. <laughs> had a rough day okay i'm sorry yeah 92 proof um so it's oregon straight malt whiskey finished in stout cask um so basically you're giving us american uh scotch yes i was about to say this is basically american (laughs) scotch finished in in a stout barrel maybe say what kind of stout barrel it is does it give Um, like the brewery or whoever let me flip it on the back yep like i said reading's fundamental Uh, nope so will there be impedingness to this that Scott there's no, there's no peat. <laughs> nope, I've already, no I've already, peat. I've already smelled it. Yeah, no I'm about to say, yep. The I will tell you, very prevalent. There's an insane <laughs> amount of malt. Though. Oh yeah, the malts come <laughs> yeah. straight through this. Mm-hmm. Look, this is like going to the 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 candy store and like that chocolate malt, like yeah. malted Whoppers. milk balls, like Whoppers. Yeah, like if you could just take the the chocolate and tear it off and then just like chew into that. I'm, I, that's what I'm imagining. I'm about to about to swallow on here. I say that's the old school way of doing the Whoppers. Just let the Whopper stay in your mouth for a long period of time. Let the chocolate Chuck melt off. Up, and then eat and the malt. And just crunch on it. Yep. Bingo. Well, the malt almost disappears too. It just yep. almost melts away itself. But mm-hmm. but I mean, that's what I'm getting. I'm getting a very heavy malt. You get a little stuff. bit of that subtle beer note, but. For the old school people in those uh, whoppers, most of those were always stale. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, man, I tell you, I, I, I don't know that I would say that this is is a stout though. Like it, it does smell beer finished because I almost get like a like a hoppy, like mm-hmm. yeasty type smell. Well, it's, and it's, I think that's what's so ironic 
is that I am not a beer person in any way, shape, or form. So for me to have picked this one as my favorite um, was definitely really, really bizarre. So now we're at Alanis Morissette, too. It's ironic. Yes. Is it like rain on your wedding day? Is it a free ride when you've already paid? <laughs> and I, she's over cracking up. Yeah, I got her. Say, I got her that. again. Yeah. All right. Somebody take a pull of this and tell me what you think. I, I, I'm still trying to get used to this nose here, man. The malt is all I'm tasting like in up front. I could see where the beer and like the yeast and the barley come in to play, but I'm getting more malt than anything. I get like a sweet malt at the very beginning. And then there's like a changeover to kind of almost a yeasty sour note that I'm yeah. getting towards yeah. the end. Yeah. So I, I definitely wouldn't put that on there, but you, you, you know what this really tastes like? If, if, if I was going to narrow it down, because it doesn't taste stouty at all, it actually tastes like a, what I would say would be like a mid-level hoppy like lager, like a Heineken or like a Rolling Rock. Oh yeah, I can okay. see that. Now I'm actually getting a little bit of that after beer lager taste. Yeah, that's what lingered. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah in the, that's in the back. It doesn't come off as stouty at all. No. no, it's more of like like American lager aftertaste. Yeah, man, it's different. That's for mm-hmm. sure. That is definitely different. I, li- I don't dislike it. Mm-hmm. It's just weird. This is just different. It's a little funky. Though it does fit Barbara. It's a lot of malt. Well, yeah, anything funky fits Barbara. Fine. Bring it on. She she has been on a. If it's single- weird. Well, no, it's not only that. Is she's been on a single malt kick for a, while, a little bit. I really have. I don't know why. Hmm. It Boy, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I, I, you, we just wait six months. This motherfucker's going to be handing me bottles of peated scotch. Here, Scott, you got to try this. I think it's delicious. Well, <laughs> remember, she yeah. wanted to add the scotch into the 64. I know. I did. <laughs> we'll I kick had her in the one. shin. You're going to have to protect me after one. I kick her in the shin, though, Nick. <laughs> oh, no. There's no touchy for me. <laughs> I'm hiding in the corner. <laughs> Dad, I'm, t- I'm telling you, rolling rock beer mixed with some kind of like malt whiskey. That's what I get off this. I'll give you that. The more I sip of it, rolling yeah. rock. I mean, it's rolling rock. You know what you just made me think of? A boilermaker. I wish we had a rolling rock. I wish we had a rolling rock here. I'm telling you. But no, a boilermaker. Yeah. Go go to Todd's house and send the boys over there and be like, Todd, do, you, do you have a bottle of rolling rock, Todd? <laughs> Todd, do you have a rolling rock? Send the boys over there. Tell them, tell them that we need this shit for scientific purposes. Give it to the 12 and 7-year-old. Yeah. Sure. But no, seriously. The 7-year-old. No, it was even better. Send him over there. Bring it on. What, what, way know, cuter. It's harder to turn down. What, what, the best way that I, could, that I could describe it is if nobody knows what a Boilermaker is, but this would be having Jameson is a shooter in a pint of Rolling Rock. You drop it and then shoot it. Yeah. I'm not hating your your, your thought process there. It's no. a little malt. It's a little more malty than Jameson. Yeah, yeah. it is. I'm just Absolutely. trying to. I'm just trying to think. Like like, more like a red breast. No, if I, you had, I, I get where you're in. coming from, though. I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. It's just this is maltier definitely than mm-hmm. than earlier. As a, I was trying to, uh, you know, try to think of something you know similar to what people would probably know. Not everybody knows red breast as much, you know. It's true. But Jameson's it is more out there. Yes. Either that or I could say one of the the earlier uh, McClellans or uh, Glenfiddiches. So I will tell you this: the legs don't all stay. malt, man. Malt, malt liquor like that 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 scotchy malt whiskey. They always have tons of legs. Mm-hmm. There's so much viscosity, and there's so much to those things on the leg side. Yeah, my third third or fourth pull on this, and yeah, I, I, feel I, like I get drinking, that Rolling Rock. I'm, I'm drinking a Rolling Rock with the, <laughs> they, they put a they put a splash of malt whiskey in. That's what, I, that's what I'm getting. I'm gonna buy some Rolling Rock for you. I'm gonna let you try it. I mean, this this it is does one not that, taste stouty at all. No, 
No, it doesn't. And I, I mean, think that's what was so intriguing to me I mean, is I that get, it doesn't. I get like just this light, very hint of it, but I don't get anything beyond that. Uh, I'm setting that off to the side. Okay. We're going to try this other bad Here, boy. Here's the tasting notes real quick. Yeah. Rich, robust with notes of roasted grain, stone fruit, toasted pecans, milk chocolate, and a bold, dry finish. Okay. I can get the milk chocolate. Absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I get the stone fruit. Or I no, get no stone fruit. I, I, I don't get a stone fruit. Yeah. Um, and the I chocolate's just the barely there. Yeah, the chocolate. I can get the pecan. So I can get the malt. Yeah. I get the chocolate. I don't know that. It... Or a toasted nut of some sort. Yeah. I'm not not pecan. Sure. I'm not even sure I get a note, a nutty note on that. But all right. Let, let, all right. What's this special one, man? Okay. This bottle, by the way, this bottle's beautiful. I can't wait to show you guys a picture of this bad boy. Yeah. So this is Westward. They have just started a milestone um group spit it out barbara I, I don't club know what like I'm a whiskey club <laughs> well i mean i mean or, no, like uh, a series. series there we go that's the word i was looking for miles that i own series so this is edition number one it is signed it is numbered bottled this one comes in at 86 86 proof 86 okay um it is it is still an american single malt um Legacy in the making. It's got a beautiful metal. This has got an age statement. It, it, That's what I was thinking. I was, so I the bottle is a different shape than anything I've ever seen. But the label reminds me of the uh, horse soldier. Yes. Yeah. yeah that metal. Can, yeah. Very pretty. Very elaborate. It's a, it's a beautiful bottle. Like when when you finish mm-hmm. drinking that, which is probably going to take a hundred years. There is no age or anything. Nothing. Hmm. Nope. There are tasty notes that we will discuss later. Gotcha. Gotcha. Tasting so, those. It's almost like a diamond mixed with like a. Yeah. Yeah. So Some, uh, a more rounded. Yeah. It's base. like, yeah, it's got a faceted top like a, like a stone would be, whether it's a diamond or an emerald or whatever. And then it's kind of uh, straight down from there, like at an angle. But like I said, the front has got those metal um, labels. So and it's a split label, which I think is even cooler. So, all right. Nose, malt, a little bit of caramel. I'm getting kind of like a like a hidden fruit in there somewhere, just right at the end. Yeah. It it now see I would say this almost maybe has a touch of stone fruit. Maybe a little peach. There's even a, a very, very hint of citrus almost. Just on the nose. I'm I'm right, to, Yeah. I'm same same with you. I'm determined not to say anything because any I've got <laughs> You've got, got the tasting notes in front of me. There's any chocolate though. It's, I'm not really getting no. chocolate, but it's almost like something dark roast, and rich. Dark and yeah. roasty yeah. somewhere there. I don't know. The nose in this one is definitely a little bit more complex than the other mm-hmm. one. Agreed. All right, I'm going I'm to take my first pull. Anybody else got any other nose on the notes? Note notes for the nose. Oh, Carl's about to go for round two, pull two. Yeah, I've already had one pull. I, I will say I like this uh, this malted whiskey better than the uh, first one. Okay, but I'm not a beer person, so that's neither am I. All right, the first one's not bad. It's just no. the second one. It's like a uh, brown sugar, maybe like or a honey or something. Mm-hmm. All right, There's so all I'm doing is the nose, you oh, doofus. Okay, okay. Delicate right. nose with so for nails. the aroma. Ironically enough, Scott, you hit it on the nail. Candied citrus, hmm. heather, honey, toasted almond, and toffee. John would just cussed you out if he ever heard that. What? The last time he heard of heather. <laughs> yeah, I would have not picked up Heather. No, that's a Barbara note. <laughs> that's all you. Nothing wrong with that. You know, the funny thing is, the only is that Heather's I'm... I smelled smelled totally different than this. 
Oh, Lord. That's a different podcast, my friend. Oh, yeah. my bad. <laughs> That's a different discussion. <laughs> now, the funny thing is, is that I'm getting that Rolling Rock-esque aftertaste on this one. Too. Yeah. I am. It's very, it does have a little beer taste. And it might be just the fact that the, the graininess from the malt, um, and it might be the yeast strand that they used yeah. to make the beer beforehand. Um, the low beer. The low wine, yeah. The low wine, yeah. that's right. Though it does stay on the front of the tongue better than the first one to me. Oh, yes, yeah. Oh, it, dude, it's got a much better mouthfeel. This is a much better pour overall. Oh, yeah. Um, it's only nine, no, six points, six percent lower proof. Yeah. But you but you do. You get a little bit of that candiness. You get a little bit of the citrus. Mm-hmm. Um. And the malt, malt is mild. I'm not. I, I mean, yeah, it's not I, as forward. I'm getting more heavy malt on the nose than I am on the taste. Yeah, but it's yeah. it is very very malt forward, and it's got the, a weird complexity to it. Thank God, no Pete. That'd be bad if some, if one of our group was named Pete. <laughs> I don't you know. I mean, I know some Petes, but thank God this doesn't smell. <laughs> it doesn't smell or taste like any of the Petes I know either. <laughs> Well, pizza and Heather's. <laughs> wow. All right, what's the tasting notes on this bad boy? All right, tasting notes. They are on the palate of raisin and plum. Nope, nope. Sorry. Not getting that. Nope. I can get the raisin. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, I can get maybe some of the ethanol-y, like, like alcohol Maybe like you bite into a raisin, yeah, like, kind of that juice. Yeah, that, maybe yeah. that. Yeah. But that's about all I'm going to. Yeah. Light butterscotch. No. No. <sighs> No, I, I know where my Werther's original is. There's yeah. nothing in there with that. <laughs> um, and then we've got cinnamon, spice, and walnuts. I could sort of see the cinnamon. I could see, yeah, a little bit of this. The, I, not uh, the walnuts, though. I would call it a baking spice. Yeah, so, well, uh, yeah baker's so, cinnamon, not. So yeah. the mouthfeel on this, when you think about the oiliness of a walnut mm-hmm. and a little bit of that bitterness, I could yeah. see that coming through. Absolutely. Take another pull. Take another pull. And really, just like think about the oiliness that comes from a black walnut, but but um, more of the taste of a light walnut, like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I give it that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. The finish, like the finish, sort of goes away a little quicker, but the front mid just stay to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's all mid palate for me. Like the front's quick; it's real, it's it, it, not a whole lot, but the mid palate's really really good, and the finish is just a. It, it's it's good. It's just not it's not great. Uh-huh. So according to the tasting notes, the finish is brown sugar, baking spices, rich dried fruit with lingering vanilla. I don't know that I get vanilla either. I, th- I think we're too jaded on bourbons to get that rich vanilla. <laughs> yeah. To where this is might be more subtle vanilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 This is like a dash or something. <laughs> right. Splish. Yeah. It's a splish of vanilla. It's like what I put in my eggs. Splish, just a splish. You put vanilla in your yes. eggs. You put vanilla in your eggs. Really? Yes, I do. Really? Like scrambled eggs? Yeah. Check the front door. Hey, you know what? Yeah. Try something different. Uh, get some of that Knob Creek maple, mm-hmm. and then God while almighty. you're making scrambled eggs, pour just a little bit in there to the moon. Well, I know what I'm doing now. Knob Creek maple. Absolutely. Sausage in, as well. And put it in with the eggs. Mm-hmm. Eggs, just like it doesn't just have to be little, much. Just a maybe tiny like, bit. Maybe like a half ounce. Or so, put it in there while it's cooking. Like five or six eggs, or one or two. Or? About, usually about about two to three. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, let's not give anything a try. No. I just got some of that starlight honey from the fall bush festival or Ooh, whatever. So. Okay, okay. Or maple. Sugar, Sorry, uh, the sugar, sugar maple bush. Yeah, sugar bush. Sugar yeah. bush. Sugar bush. Whatever. I'm in the ballpark. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> bush fall, bush this, bush that. Bush league. All I know is I love bush. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's more than I need to know. All right. Anyway. I mean, for me, this isn't even close. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take bottle number two over bottle number one. And what do you guys got? I'm, two. I'm, I'm gonna take got bottle number two. Bottle two. Bottle two. So for somebody who's never had bottle two, um, but I have had bottle one, I do have to admit bottle two is a little bit yeah. better than so, number so one. So they're limited edition. It is. Five thousand dollar bottle of uh, no no I know I know it wasn't that expensive. I'm, I'm being, I want to say funny. it was about two sixty. Wow, yes. so it was very pricey. It was, yeah. it was pricey. But I will tell I, you that it, it's it's all about the the presentation. A the box is fantastic. Oh, yeah. The box the, is absolutely incredible. The bottle's gorgeous. It came with a whiskey stone with the W for the Westward. Right. Um, I, I appreciate you sharing this. Oh yeah. You're I, don't, I don't know that I would buy this again if I was you, but hey. As I said, this is more a Pirelli than mine. It is at mine. I like it. Not everybody's into mine. I have, I have an idea that uh, Nick's, Nick's not going to polish off too much of this bottle. I think Barbara's going to nah, hit I think this one pretty heavy. these are all mine. This is all hers. <laughs> so, all right. So, I think that's our episode of Bourbon Barrel Talk on our West, Westwards. We we all agree that the limited edition is the is the winner over the Stout mm-hmm. Cask. Um, if you want to find us, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and the Twitter. You can also email us at bourbonbarreltalk at gmail.com. Make sure you hit the subscribe button and the share button. Share it with your family. Share it with your friends. Tell them about how big of an idiot I am. I don't care. We're all having a good time out here drinking a little whiskey. <laughs> um, but uh, that's us. That's our show for the day. Scott, Carl. Nick and Barbara signing off. Peace out. See you. Peace out. <laughs>